the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. And hello, 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 hello. Hey, hello, hello, hello rhymes with we have a really great show. <laughs> and we do. But oftentimes when we have a great show, one of the things I like to do as a precursor as to a, a, a proclamation of the impactfulness of a show, I will blow a shofar. In this particular instance, it's a ram's horn. And I'm going to lay it on us and then wait till you hear what we have for you to D-A-Y. Here we go. Ah. Well, you know, in the biblical times, this uh, sound was for the God's kids to go, wait a minute, what was that sound? And what's going on? And this is what's going on right now. God's having you be stirred to pay attention to the topic of this Come Together San Diego broadcast because I have uh, as my co-host Christine Vallis. Christine Vallis is a remarkable uh, teacher. You'll see her on YouTube and other places. She does talk what, what she calls chalkboard teachings. And uh, she does does a series uh, every month. It's called His Appointed Times. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? I have invited her, and she has accepted to do once a month to do these chalkboard teachings of His Appointed Times uh, every month to talk about that given month. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we find ourselves in one of those given months right now, newly into a month called Adar, A-D-A-R. Good things to share with us. The Bible has good things to share with us and also great forewarnings. But without me speaking any further into this here microphone, let me invite someone else to speak into their microphone and also her husband, who are co-hosts with me on this Come Together San Diego broadcast. I want you to meet Christine Vallis of Chalkboard Teachings and His Appointed Times. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, How's that for an introduction, Christine? Wow. <laughs> Christine Vallis. This is fun. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm handing the baton so to you. Nice. You can do a little introduction of yourself and to of your husband. Okay. And then I want you to launch in. This is one of the most austere months in the biblical calendar, the 12th month. It's wintertime. And that has something to do with the, this <laughs> month as well. But I'm going to hand it to you, Christine Vallis, and do some introductions. Right. And then jump on in because the water is frigidly will. cold. <laughs> well, over here we're we're in Florida, so um, we don't know what what season it. It seems like it's always summer over here, uh-huh. but um, but um, yeah, thank you so much. This is awesome. We're we're just blessed to be here tonight and share um, just about the love of God and how God loves us and and is such a good shepherd to us, and he he expresses his love to us in so many ways. 
And one of those ways is through his biblical calendar. Yes. And so tonight we're going to be talking about the month of Adar. We're already in it. We're, we're not exactly halfway in. I think we're like at day 11 or day 12, uh, 11, I think. And so, um, so tonight my husband Carlos is here. And hey, Carlos. <laughs> Hello, Carlos. Hello, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> He's here. We have him in another room. They're in Florida, but he wasn't allowed to be in the same room because of echo, 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 echo. That's feedback, right, feedback, right, feedback, right. feedback, feedback. So uh, he's in a different room, but he's close by. So I'm going to have yes. you, Christine, give some insights. And Carlos, you know, you have free opportunity to give color commentary on that. And periodically, I might do the same. So you say uh-huh. it is the 12th month of the biblical calendar, and it's a, it, you're in, in, in Florida, and I'm in San Diego, California, so we don't really understand yeah. the other areas of the United States <laughs> and how frigid it is there and strange weather going on. But mm-hmm. uh, definitely the weather and the coldness play a role in this month of Adar uh, as well. So I'm going to hand the baton to you. I yeah. said that before, and I didn't, but I, <laughs> I'm really going to do it now. <laughs> You're really passing it. Okay. Well, um, yeah, well, the, the, one of the main themes, like every month has, has like a main theme in it. And, and this month of Adar is really connected with joy. And um, actually, you know, so you say, well, why is it connected with joy? Well, the word Adar actually means strength. So in the Bible, right, strength is associated with joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength, right? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we pray, oh, Lord, give me strength, you know, Uh, especially when it's cold out and you have to go shovel snow, you know. I mean, I'm from New Jersey, so I know what that's like. Um, (laughs) but, um, But what we really need is joy, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, um, and, and here's something awesome, is that as believers, joy is one of the fruit of the Spirit. And so we have the fruit of the Spirit in our spirit man to the full. So we have joy in our spirit. So the Lord wants us to tap into the joy that is within us. And that joy will be our strength. Ooh. And yeah, so, and, and I love this. Every time we come to the 12th month, this is, you know, the last month of the, of the spiritual year before we begin spring and Passover and all that. But um, so I always sense the Lord saying, end the year strong, mm-hmm. right, as the 12th month. And, and don't do it in your own strength, you know. Do it in my joy. Speak my faith. Speak my presence. And so, so I just love that encouragement. It's all about relationship, right, with, with the Lord. Um, he, he just wants that relationship with us day by day and month by month. And so, you know, that joy of the Lord um, comes from being in his presence. And we see that in, in, um, in the book of Psalms, that Psalm sixteen eleven says, in your presence yes. is fullness of joy. And um, that word presence in Hebrew means faces, and not just one face, but plural. So it's as if the Lord is saying in, in this Psalm here, as David is saying, in your presence, or when I meet you face to face, that's when I find fullness of joy. And I think, you know, 
this is great what we're doing here, and we're having so much fun on calling into your show. But isn't it going to be the fullness of joy when we can come to San Diego and be with you face to face? Ooh, I like that. I li- like isn't that. that. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, yeah. Carlos, what what what's on your mind as we uh, conclude this segment? We've got about two and a half minutes left in this segment. I wanted you an opportunity to share some insights about this yeah. remarkable month. And as I mentioned, it, is, it has many, many wonderful things, but there are also forewarnings tied to it. We'll talk about that as we go further. Carlos, any insights thus far? Yeah, just uh, just very briefly in, in 30 seconds, it's, uh, the beautiful thing is that this joy is now in us, right? Uh, the joy of the Lord is a strength and joy is the fruit of the Spirit. So we know that love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, all these things are fruits. But the wonderful thing about it is that these things are choices. Even love is a choice, not a feeling. So when you know that these things are choices, joy, love, peace, goodness, gentleness, temperance, all these things are the fruit, and they give you strength. And everywhere in the Bible, even in Romans, I believe it's 10, it talks about peace being the one that destroys the enemy. And you say, peace? What about your arm? No, it's peace. So joy is just under the fruit. So sometimes people put that with happiness, like the world's idea of happiness is based on fleeting things, material possessions, accomplishments, relationships. But no, what we have right now is an eternal hope and peace that comes from knowing Christ. I love that. And, and Christine, Amen. you and I also know that this month is, the purpose of this month is for us to have attention drawn to certain things that go on. You know, uh, in this month, we know in the natural, this is the last month of the winter time with the promise Mm -hmm. of soon coming spring, but also soon coming uh, uh, the the Passover lamb and all these other different wonderful things are forthcoming soon in the springtime. So we have to know that that, uh, weeping may endure for a season or winter may endure for a season, but joy comes in the Amen. morning. So in the next segment, uh, I, I think uh, you, you, one of the things that you have, on when I look at your chalkboard teaching, I see a lot of different things here, but in one corner of your chalkboard, my, my listening friend, by the way, uh, let me just quickly tell them where to find these. They can go to YouTube. What, how do they find this chalkboard on, on the YouTube? Yeah, on my YouTube channel, Christine Vallis, uh, V-A-L-E-S, or on my website, ChristineVallis.com, or a Facebook page. It's all there. Yep. Very mm-hmm. good. Well, so if you were to look at her chalkboard teaching, you would see in the bottom right-hand corner of the teaching, it identifies Pisces. You know, God speaks to us in many ways, and each one of these months, sometimes he uh, majors on the month itself. It could be a particular portion of the season, like a harvest season or something like that, or he may uh, focus on uh, a tribe uh, generally, or the tribal leader, uh, or it may be uh, uh, like a constellation is one of the things, or sometimes it's an animal. Mm-hmm. A n- number of different ways he gets our attention. In the next segment, I believe you're going to talk a little bit about the constellation uh, that speaks of Christ, and that is Pisces. You know, there are such things as astrology and astronomy. Astronomy is the true thing, and astrology is the enemy's counterfeit. So we have to be aware of what we're talking about here. But God shows himself mightily in the sun, the moon, and the stars. He shows himself mightily in the seasons and days and years. And he's showing himself mightily in this broadcast right now when Christine Vallis and I and husband Carlos come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego 
the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. And we are back, and we're in this month called Adar, which is the last month in the biblical calendar. It's the 12th month, and you know what happens. Uh, we have winter time, and it's just about ready to transition into a springtime but there's still inclement weather going on, and sometimes we look at the inclement weather and we ask, is this ever going to change? Well, no need to mm-hmm. ask that question anymore, because as we study this month, the 12th month in the biblical calendar, which is called Adar, we realize that this is a springboard into other things. But We also talked about it's a month of joy, and it's a month of laughter. It's a month, actually, of uh, other elements in it as well. We're going to delve in a little bit later on. We're going to delve into the book of Esther, which much of the book of Esther is tied to this month of Adar in the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll talk about that in the second hour. But right now, my co-host, Christine Vallis, is here with me, and we're talking about the month of Adar. We talked a little bit about the laughter and joy tied to this. But we want to spend some time right now, Christine, you and your husband, Carlos, who's a Bible prognosticator as well, uh, and uh, we're we're going to talk about you know God uses the various constellations as well as uh, uh, signposts and directions, and as we look into the sky, the the constellation of Pisces is uh, uh, foremost in God's plans. Well, I'm going to hand the baton to you, and of course, Christine. Beyond you, Carlos may have some insights as well. Christine Vallis. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Thank you, Cass. Yeah, so um, like you mentioned, you know, the constellation, um, which is which really, you know, um, all all the constellations point to Messiah. It's yes. like the gospel is on circuit over our heads, you know, <laughs> yes. which is awesome. Yeah, so so we can really um, just gain great insight uh, looking looking for Jesus and encouragement there. So Pisces really is a picture of two fish. And so there's a, a couple ways to look at this. Um, one way you can look at it as the multitudes of believers that were promised to Abraham, you know, like the, mm-hmm. like the multitudes the sea, yes. of uh, stars and, and sand. Or um, another way to look at it as Jew and Gentile coming together as Ooh. one new man and like Yeshua. That. Yeah, right, right, right. And so as you were talking about diving into the months and everything, well, <laughs> Pisces encourages us to dive into the depths, dive into the depths of his word, be like these fish, you know, dive in and, um, you know, get down there, go into the treasures, into the secret place, Yes. back, you know, into his presence, fullness of joy, right? And when we're there, not only do we, do we have fullness of joy, but God reveals who he is and who we are in him. And so yeah. we find as we as we dive into his word, we find our supply, we find our identity, and it's in the hidden secret place. And, you know, one scripture that I'm reminded of when I think about Pisces is um, Colossians 3, that we are hidden in him, mm. that we are hidden in Christ, right? And so we are these new creations, and so... We we just really, um, I think a lot of times we're always looking for the next new thing to learn, and a lot of it is just we need to be reminded of the basics. Oh, that's you know, good. That who we really are in Him, you know, as He is, so, so we are, are we in this in world, this world now. You know, we 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 know we're going to be like that in heaven, but God's saying no. As you, as I am, you are 
right? Right now. So we have to be quickened to that. We have to be reminded of that in this season, even as we finish strong in this 12th month. Any insight, Carlos, as you're diving deep? <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I just uh, quickly, I think about, you know, in nature, we see birds, as we know, and also fish. They always go back to where they came from. Salmon always goes back to, and there are some fish that go hundreds of thousands of miles around. And one spot, they come back to their identity, where they mm. came when they roosted. And the interesting thing about that is that throughout the 100,000-mile journey, they have many, many experiences, but they never forget where they came from. Yes. And that's what the Pisces is. And it reminds me of uh, just with Esther and Mordecai and Haman. I, to me, that is so equal to First Samuel with David and Goliath and Saul. Because David said the same question that Esther said, you know, or, or basically Mordecai said, you were born for times this. David just said it differently. He said, is there not a cause? Oh, my. So when they, they mm. went ahead and they wanted to give him Saul's armor, he said, no, that's not my identity. This is not who I am. I slew a bear and a lion, and I know my identity in Christ. And Saul immediately knew who he was because Saul had a deja vu of what he remembered when he did not forget where he came from. And that's why he gambled and said, David's going to win among all my men. And he did. He slew Goliath. Why? Because he knew who his identity was. And same thing with Esther. Um, So that's identity is super important. Remember where we came from, Pisces. Yes, yes, yes. You know, as I I hear you guys talking, I am reminded of this series that's going on. It's prolific, and people are watching it like crazy. It's called The Chosen. And at the, mm-hmm. at, the, on the, at the chosen TV show and now in movie theaters as well, the, the be- beginning of that shows fish swimming in a variety of different re- uh, directions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know the Bible talks about us being fishers of men. So, I mean, what a remarkable uh, identity this Pisces constellation is. And, you know, it's important, as, as you and I talked about before, it's important to bear in mind that uh, there's a difference between astrology and astronomy. And astronomy is a study of the stars and patterns and things like that. But astrology is uh, the enemy's attempt to uh, diffuse God's truths and bring in uh, uh, satanic worship and worship of gods and goddesses and things like that. My listening friend, I I hope you're appreciating this as we study this month of Adar. And we, we looked into one of the constellations that are in these months, and that is the month, uh, the, the constellation of Pisces. We're going to talk a little bit more about other things in God here as well. I I know you want to talk a little bit more uh, more about uh, other topics like uh, yeah. So we we want to talk uh, maybe about uh, oh I don't know um, mm-hmm. com- the word of commu- about communication or and things yeah. like that. And, well, so, I, I will say one other thing about the... Um, uh, yeah, the make it fast because we have a commercial break to go through, but go oh, ahead. We have a, we have a, oh, okay. Well, okay, a, a, quick, a quick tease. Give me a 30-second tease and we'll go into a break. <laughs> a 30-second tease. Well, um, it's not bad to be hidden. Uh-huh. So we have, we want to talk about that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's pretty we're going to talk. Yeah. We're going to talk about. <laughs> she's so good, my listening friend. You know that when you open this month up and discover all the truths that are tied to it, there is always so much more. And if you know how to discern the things, you'll realize that God is the winner, and you and I, as His kids, become the winners as well. We'll talk more about these things when Christina Vallis and I and Carlos come right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends, to Come Together San Diego. By the way, you can access Come Together San Diego Go to Come Together San Diego at KPRZ, and you can communicate with me and say, love the shows, Uh, I have some recommendations on the shows, or whatever. But be careful, because when you say, I have this idea, you might find yourself on the air with me sharing that idea. (laughs) We're talking about this 12th month in the biblical calendar. It's the 12th month, the month of Adar. Now, each month, God has different elements within the month for us to draw attention to uh, and to be an inspiration for us or forewarnings for us. So uh, as I have Christine Vallis, my co-host, dealing with with this particular month and other months as well as we go through the different months in the biblical year, this particular month of Adar has an animal attached to it and a tribe. The tribe is Naphtali or Naphtali, and uh, maybe Mm. you remember songs that talk about Naphtali is like a doe set free. Well, that's exactly this what's going on in this month. Uh, Isn't that right, Christine Vallis? Yes, that is. Yes. So tell us a little and bit what, about this. You, you know, I, I yeah. was I've been in Israel and I've been in the hill the 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 rocky hills sides and I have seen these uh these these deer, these rock deer basically uh on the on a rock ledge that is no bigger than about an inch or or, or less uh, uh protruding and they just would gracefully jump from one little tiny rock to another and i think god wants us to be like that so thus this month yeah. of adar tied to naphtali tied to a doe being set free handing mm. the baton to you we have a little <laughs> bit more time in this segment so go for it okay yeah well that's awesome yeah like hind feet on hind high places yes um the lord strengthens us to, to leap. That's right. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I wanted to um, just uh, flash back to our last segment, um, talking about, you know, being hidden mm-hmm. and uh, going in the hidden places and how that ties into the month. And it, it really ties into Naphtali too, um, and Esther and yes. and everything happening. But um, when, when, when you look about being hidden in Christ, you know, in the spirit, Sometimes we're hidden in the natural, and um, and during those times that we're hidden, it's a lot of times we want to get out of there, you know. Oh yeah. And we don't want to be hidden. We want to just you know go and get out and and do what God wants us to do and and leap kind of you know. Um, but but this time the hidden times that God has for us, there the, we really as much as we want to get out of them sometimes. I think when God does does call us to to leave the hidden place because we don't stay there forever, um, is that we look back and we say, "Thank you, Lord, for preparing me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for for taking me into that time of consecration." And and we think about we look about Esther. I mean, she she was there being prepared before she even met the king for almost a year. That's right. Right. If and yeah, and 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 then even later. Um, when, when she confronted Haman at the dinners and everything, um, you know, she waited for this specific time and, and she was prepared. And so, and, and, and where do we get that? 
so when we're in that hidden place, we get strategies, we get wisdom and, and more of our identity. And so he, he also teaches us his word and then how to communicate. Um, this, this month is tied into communication. Naftali, they were, they were, um, they were known. Let me see. The blessing spoken over them was um, Naftali is a doe let loose, and he gives beautiful words. Oh. So the two things I see there is that they were not only communicators, right, but but they were like a doe let loose, and 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 you know, so com- communicating in movement and in words, and so. We see this in the story of Esther so much that she, you know, she may have been afraid to approach the king, but she did it, and she did it because she was in that hidden place, Mm -hmm. and she was able to come forth with confidence. And we can, too, you know. We we totally can. God is for us. He's not against us. And uh, we're going to talk more about authority and everything, but, but the communication is key. Even in this whole decade of pay, which is connected to the mouth, it's all about our communication, life and death or the power of the tongue. And so, so I just love that. I love, I love um, just the hidden place, the secret place. Any insight, Carlos, on that? Yeah, I love what you and Cass said about the dough, how they actually spring. And, you know, uh, Bach and Tchaikovsky, they were awesome composers, and they always made a lot of music based on the movement of these animals. And, you know, and one of them was the doe. And so this, to me, expressly about the hidden Holy Ghost that is within us. So Ooh. we know that when the Holy mm. Ghost and its precious gifts are available to us and will compensate us for our lack of knowledge or experience. So when we are ministering to someone, we need to listen to the Holy Ghost and the grace of God because he knows exactly how to help them. That's right. And when you say also, uh, Christine mm. uh, and Carlos, that part of the fact that the doe is uh, so... Uh, so stealthy and, and capable of moving in difficult positions mm-hmm. is uh, they're, they're built for this. They're built for dealing with the challenging times because you talk about Holy Spirit, uh, you know, sometimes you're mm-hmm. in a hidden place, but God may put you in a hidden place or he may expose you, but he's also equipped mm-hmm. you and a doe Amen. knows how to deal with the rocky crags and God Amen. through God through his Holy Spirit says, you don't need to fear these rocky crags and yeah. what other people would see as danger because my Holy Spirit is instructing you. And all of a sudden, other people are watching that doe go over the rocky crags away from the danger. Yes. You know, uh, there are uh, uh, predators uh, that would love to have a nice uh, doe dinner. <laughs> but, but, but the doe knows how to avoid and evade that, that because uh, the, the analogy is Holy Spirit can take you through challenging places, but to protect you. And you go, protect me? And yes, because he's giving you hind feet in high places. We have a little, little right. bit more time on it. You want to uh, cont- yeah. continue to talk about this? I, I like where you're going because you're drawing the parallel mm-hmm. between uh, the book of Esther, which is prolific and tied to this month of Adar, but you're also tying it to the hidden place, but also empowerment yeah. when you need empowerment. And boy, the book of Esther shows forth uh, Mordecai and Esther when the mm. evil Haman has evil plans, uh, they they can protrude on that rocky surface and na- navigate their way around it through the help of God. So I'm going to hand it back to you. We've got a fair amount of time left in this segment. So okay. however you want to excavate this, uh, 
yeah. chalkboard genius. <laughs> we, we would love to have that. What comes to mind as as you were talking about when you were in Israel and you and you saw these yes. these rock deer and you were like, Wow, look at those guys, right? And and so really it's like people are watching us, you know, and when we navigate through difficult places, it's not in our own strength and people say, Wow, like wow. how how do you live like that, right? And so it is a time to give testimony and and, and and praise to God and, you know, um, that that men may see our good works, our good moves, the way we navigate through. And we, we just say, oh, my gosh, it's not it's the Lord in me. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's Holy Spirit in me. This is not of my own ability. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to scale these mountains, you know. So um, <laughs> so I just I just love that we can just point to Jesus in us, you know, I, that I, I it's agree. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any insight there, Carlos? Yeah, no, exactly what you said. I mean, you can walk into a room, Kaz or Christine, and people, I'm sure, said, okay, what is it about you? Okay, what's your secret? How do you do it? I'm sure animals in the kingdom see deer do this, and they say, okay, how do you do that? <laughs> what's your secret? How do you do it? And it's it's that kind of thing that we have with the fruit of the Spirit. Again, goes back to the joy and the peace that we have. This is something the Spirit gives that's hidden within us, but you know what? Other people see it, but they don't quite can understand it. And that's where we come and start getting these outlines and these messages. Oh, my. And one of the uh, accolades of yeah. this uh, Naphtali or Naphtali is the, the precious and sweet words that are delivered. And so sometimes, you know, somebody goes, Carlos, how, how did you do that? Yeah. It was a troubled time. How did mm-hmm. you make your stand? Or, Christine, how did mm-hmm. you make your stand in these challenging mm-hmm. times? Um, mm-hmm. uh, well... I'm not really sure, but then you give them the wonderful words. Let me tell you about the Savior, Savior, the Lord Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit who instruct us how to leap and when to leap. And all of a sudden, as we hear and obey, the world goes, that was impossible. Mm -hmm. But all things are possible to them who believe. So we've got about three or four minutes uh, on this, and I know we're going to talk a little bit. You, You mentioned the book of Esther. We'll talk a little bit more in uh, this yeah. in, in greater detail in this uh, next mm-hmm. segment. And that's going to give me a springboard to talk about some things tied to the book of Esther that I have never seen before as well. Oh, um, so okay. so uh, yeah. continue your conversation here. Naphtali, we've yeah. talked about Naphtali. We talked about the mm-hmm. constellation of Pisces. We've talked about the month of Adar. We've talked about the winter frigid time frame. And I bet you those rocks get <laughs> awfully, awfully slippery mm-hmm. <laughs> in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't seem to yeah. uh, uh, challenge the dough. They just, they're, they're springing forth. And speaking of springing right. forth, that's what happens when Adar is over. We are springing forth as well. <laughs> Amen. Okay, Amen. you've got a couple Amen. minutes here, uh, Christine Vallis, yeah. uh, with his appointed yeah. time. So pay this off however you want, and then we'll take a break and we'll talk about the book of Esther in the, the, the fourth of the break of the first hour. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I, I, I think about, you know, with bringing forth, and a lot of it is our words, you know, and I think about how Esther, she she did move out of that hidden place, like something happened in that hidden place, you know, where where that, that gave her such courage. And remember, you know, one of the main verses um, that so many, so many of us know, you know, like, um, if, if you don't speak forth right now, God will find someone else who will, right? And perhaps you were born for such a time as this. I think that lit a fire in Esther 
and drew her again back into the secret place where she fasted, right, and got her maids to fast and everything. And it's like we need to stir each other up. You know, and and to, you know, we have the confidence of the Lord and, and just coming together, even in this conversation right now, it stirs us up to remind ourselves who we are, what our purpose is here on this earth. You know, we each have a specific purpose and the Lord wants us to build us up and then send us out and and we can speak forth in confidence, you know, and yes. um, and and even in those hard times, you know. Um, when you may not know what to say to somebody, like with Esther approaching the king, what could she say? Ah, you know. But she she took a step. She and sometimes the Lord is just saying, take those steps toward yes. this new thing or toward this person, and I will give you the words to say, even as you open your mouth, they'll, they'll flow out. You know. Yes, yes. And so, but it's spending time with Him, being open to the Spirit, and and favor will come. You know, we. Well, we already have his favor, you know, and we go forth and, and God is for us and, and all these endeavors that he asks us to. But um, it, it also ties in with authority, you know, oh, yes. um, when, when, we're, when we're in the hidden place, not only when Jesus died on the cross is he, you know, we, our sins are forgiven, we're going to heaven, this is all awesome, awesome stuff we don't deserve, Right. But we also get an exchange. We get his authority. Mm. You know, everything that Jesus has, he took on, he took all of our sin. He took all the curse. He took everything for us. And there's an exchange that took place. Yes. We now have an inheritance that is not only for heaven, but for here and now. And to walk in that, walk in that authority, walk in that confidence. So it's discovering what, you know, who we really are in him. And as we learn about that, that builds our confidence to speak forth, to be bold, to speak forth in love. And it just gives you a big, conf- uh, just a huge confidence when you learn who you are in Him. Yes, yes. My listening friend, uh, Christine Vallis and her husband Carlos and I have had a wonderful time sharing with you about this month of Adar. We've talked about a lot of different things, but we've set the stage for the book of Esther, which plays a key role when we look into the month of Adar in many ways. And it also talks about how you can navigate challenging situations. So many times we see the natural and we go, oh, I can't naturally handle it. Well, the truth of the matter is you are built to be supernaturally able to handle it with the power of God's Holy Ghost in you, to you, and through you. We'll talk more about those things and the book of Esther when Christine Vallis and Carlos and I come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. Uh, This has been a wonderful insight on this month called Adar. We've talked about many things tied to this uh, wonderful month of joy and laughter. And you, the joy in the, you know, the Bible talks about weeping may endure for a season, but joy comes in the morning. Well, this is the time frame right now when there's the snow on the ground, and it seems like winter will last forever. But be advised that springtime cometh very sooneth. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that as it relates to the, the time frame of uh, Adar, the 12th month. But also, this is a month that really bespeaks of a book in the Bible, the book of Esther. And I, I, I love Christine Vallis setting the stage for this. Christine Vallis 
and her chalkboard teachings and also her the his appointed times book and uh, teachings that she does throughout the internet and uh, you can find out more about that by just going to to Christine Vallis V A L E S dot com and you'll find all that stuff there. Isn't that right, Christine? That is correct. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm excited to hear what you have to say, <laughs> giving kind of an overview yeah. uh, of this uh, the, Esther and this book. You know, one of the prolific months that is spoken of in the book of Esther is the month of Adar, and I'm going to have you and Carlos kind of weave the, the story together about what this book of Esther is all about, and then I will come in in the second hour, and God's given me some specifics tied to this book of Esther like I've never seen before, and you and I, mm-hmm. Carlos and Christine, mm-hmm. uh, we will share these with our listening audience. So the book mm-hmm. of Esther, Christine Ballas. All right. Well, you know, I want to encourage everyone listening to read the book of Esther. You know, I mean, we're talking all about it, and it's really not that long. You know, when you look at the book in the Bible and you say, well, how how many chapters is it? Well, this <laughs> one's a pretty quick one. You know, um, there's only 10, you know, and how many, five pages in your Bible. But it is such a great book, and there's so much in this in this book, and it's so timely, of course, right now. And, um, you know, uh, Kaz, you're really going to get into a lot of the hidden gems that God has shown you. Um, but this month of Adar and, and and the book of Esther, they just go hand in hand. Every Everything depicted in the book is right here in the month and vice versa. And um, I want to let you guys know that um, the the Feast of Purim, if, if you know, if maybe you haven't even heard of what that is, but um, it's a feast that was established during this time, this book of Esther, and um, it's actually occurring on Monday night this week uh, coming up. Um, what is that now? Monday night is March 6th, and um, yes, it'll run through the evening. Tuesday. And, and it would be yeah. the Fast of Esther mm-hmm. leading into the Feast of what they call Purim, or the Feast of Lots, and then leading yeah. into the Feast of Lots and uh, in Shushan, which was an area in, in Iran or Persia. Go ahead. Yeah, right, yeah. So it's, um, you know, in, in synagogues and everything, they actually go through and they read out loud the book of Esther, you know, in the Messianic congregations, and, and I've done it before, you know, and, and, and what they do is they really act out the play and stuff, and um, it's really uh, a fun way to, to learn the story and act out the parts and everything, but, um, but I really encourage you guys to, to read the book, um, take some time to read through it, and and one of the things, you know, about Esther and, and Mordecai and all these guys is that, um, especially Mordecai, Mordecai was such an example to Esther, I think, in, in, in walking in authority. And we touched on this in the last segment, you know, that um, he really uh, pointed Esther um, to the Lord her whole life, you know, that she could grow up in this and really then walk it out and walk in her identity. And, you know, as you learn who God is, you know, in the hidden place and, and how he sees you and how much he loves you, there is a confidence that builds up in you. And when you realize the authority he's given us, just like he gave Esther, he yes. gave her the scepter and he gave um, Mordecai the robe and the crown and the ring and all these things, they're pictures, they're shadows of, of, of our identity in Christ. Yes. And so, 
So that is so awesome. And that gives us courage to face, you know, uh, situations like Esther did, where she's putting her life on the line, right? If I perish, I perish. And why is that? Because she had such confidence in God that God loved her. And she was, she knew that this was God's will and she moved forward in confidence. And therefore, when we talk about the laughter connected with this month, she could laugh at the future. Uh, and yes. she she could laugh at the fears. And, you know, Proverbs um, 31 talks about that woman of dignity that can laugh at the future, not because you don't care, but you know that God has you. Oh, I like so, so fear and fear, you, you don't even, you know, fear just becomes uh, small in your life. You know, it says, um, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Oh, right? And yes, that's yes, what yes. Esther did. Yes. Yeah, so, Carlos, so any, I, any thoughts on yeah, this? Carlos, go for it. <laughs> no, just uh, briefly, yeah, I like, like we said, Christina, we need to picture success, amen? I mean, I think Mordecai mm-hmm. told her, look, you need to see things from God's perspective Ooh. and that God is in this. And we need to see things from God's perspective, too, and recognize that Christ has made us overcomers. We have the peace, the wisdom, we have the health, we have the prosperity. But often what happens, the switch from carnal thinking to spiritual thinking, it's a battle. Oh boy, it's a battle of the mind. Yes. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't when, when, you, you know, say the, that uh, that uh, uh, Esther uh, had to change from her natural thinking into supernatural thinking, and her position that God had put her in through Mordecai, her uncle, was a position of uh, burgeoning authority, and she had to understand that she had authority, and she and the and the dangers she faced many dangers. Actually, the entire Jewish people. Uh, had dangers yeah. uh, perpetrated yeah. against them by this evil Haman. And, but she, you know, there was a time of her hiding out and being comfortable, but then there was a time for her being found on the rocky edifice of danger. Yeah. And uh, God gave her solutions in the personage of Holy Spirit to say, this is the way, walk in it. And who knows, but you were created for such a time as this. Handing it back to Amen. you, Christine. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, um, Carlos, great insight there. You know, it's, it's that Holy Spirit in us, again, just awakening ourselves to who we are in Him. And, um, you know, and, and everything that was, um, you know, when we, when we read through Esther there and we see how those steps of courage paid off, you know what yes. I mean? And, and how... The, the fullness of time came. And you see, I, I think also something, you see a maturity in Esther, right? You see a maturity. Because when you read through um, towards the end, and she's got those banquets, and the first one, you would think she would have told, you know, the king who Haman was then, but she didn't. Yeah. She waited. Well, she waited uh, yeah, and all, all, also and one of the things, she did yeah. wait because she she didn't have the whole plan. A lot of things that had to happen was out of uh, Esther's ability to do. The king had to have some input as well. I think she was very wise in playing this thing the way that she did. She she did what she could do, but she realized she couldn't do it all, and that's where God has mm-hmm. us. We go, well, yeah, we can you know go on these rocky crevices, but we don't have the answer, the full answer, mm-hmm. and God says, don't worry, trust me, I'll give you the full answer. That's what happened with Esther and Mordecai versus Haman <laughs> as well. Uh, we've got about a minute and a half in this segment. How would you like to uh, bring a period at the end of this sentence? Christine Bounce. Yeah, well, 
Well, uh, any uh, final thoughts? Um, Carlos, any final thoughts on, on this section for you? And then I'll try No, this, it's just a Nazim Adar. I think we brought a lot about the Naftali, the deer, the Pisces, the hidden uh, spirit in us all together. And I think just my last sentence would be in order to release God's power, uh, we must learn to recognize and follow the flow of God's spirit in us. And I think sometimes we need a Mordecai. <laughs> ooh, <laughs> ooh that's so good, Carlos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a, mm. a quick, quick thought, and then we'll launch into the next hour. It's been yeah. uh, exploratory well, and exciting so far, Christine Vallis. <laughs> well, one one thing when we look back and, and we look at the Old Testament, and we look at Esther and we look more to time and say, wow, I wish I could be like them, you know. And <laughs> really the reality is that they're going to say, hey, I wish I could have been like you Ooh. as new believers because you look at them, and they didn't even have the Holy Spirit in them 24-7. We yes, do as yes, believers. Yes. So we, we, I always say we're better off than we think. And so God has equipped us. We are equipped for such a time as this. Oh, my. And he is for us, and he is not against us. So we can go forth in confidence, and we can laugh at the future because God yes, yes, has yes. us. That's so good. You know, Christine Vallis has spent much of her ministry career talking about the various months. And one of the things I discovered as I was looking through the book of Esther, I said, Lord, give me new insights about this. I've read the book Mm -hmm. many times. And he showed me that there are actually four months uh, that play into the book of Esther. And as we understand these months, we'll understand the value of this month of Adar, but also how God is going to make us victorious in the midst of contrary times. My listening friend, Christine Vallis, Carlos, and I are going to talk more about these things and so much more when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on Praise. Thank you very much, my friends. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego. We're in the second hour. It goes really quickly. <laughs> it really does. I have had and am having Christine Vallis, who is a chalkboard teacher, and she does a ministry called His Appointed Times, and it's on YouTube and a number of other places as well. But you listen to what she has to say about each individual month, and you will it will be very insightful for you, but it will also be a roadmap on how to live your life, because God uh, knows what's going on. He, he knows the past, the present, and the future, and he's seeded those truths in these different months. So the more devout you can in, understand these months that he's given us as signs and seasons and days and years, the more confident you can be that God is in control. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in a very real way, we are not. But in a very real way, the enemy of our soul is not in control of them either. And that is really a word for encouragement. So Christine Vallis and her husband, Carlos, thank you for spending some time with me in the first hour. We talked about uh, the the landmarks in this month of Adar, the 12th month, and appreciate all that you've done there. And uh, are you game? Are you are you saddled in for uh, quite a ride here, Carlos and, and Christine Vallis? Yeah. Oh yeah. Let, let, let me let me just be honest with you, my listening friend. Uh, this is a time where I'm going to be brutally honest with you, and I'm going to be vulnerable, okay? Because you know, Christine loves to show forth the magnificent 
does magnificent things buried in these months and years. And she uses that as her springboard to say, and beware of this. I'm going to spend a little bit of time saying, beware of this and bring that to the forefront. Because as I look mm-hmm. at the month of Adar and the, the inclement time frame that we're in, not only in this natural with the seasons exploding un, uh, uh unqualified amounts of rainfall in some areas and snowfall in some areas. It's brutal in very many ways in the natural. And as we look at this month of Adar, the 12th month in the biblical calendar, in all honesty, uh, there are brut- there's brutality going on here. You look at government things, you look at our government, you look at uh, government in other countries and things like that. You look at, at the false, the falsities that the enemy is doing, like Haman would be doing in the book of Esther, and I, I get a little bit challenged, Christine. I, I hope you, you don't, uh, you're not offended by me saying this, my listening friend, or Christine, or, mm. or, or Carlos, because there really are challenging times. It's not like everything is just coming up roses. Sometimes it's coming mm-hmm. up uh, danger, danger, po- poison ivy right in your face, mm-hmm. and what are we going to do about it? And, and so as I, as I look at the book of Esther, I said, Lord, show me some truths about the book of Esther uh, that I can uh, replenish and be empowered by, and my, our listening friends can be empowered by as well. We know there are things that are going on that are a great aggravation in this world, and there's the Haman spirit, the spirit of, you can say, Antichrist, basically, going on in this mm-hmm. world. And we have to be aware of that. But as Christine teaches in these in in, in the, his appointed times, God always has the upper hand in these things. So we're going to talk about mm-hmm. what God's upper hand is, but we are not going to neglect the enemy's uh, uh, intervention as well. Because I want to be honest with you, we're in challenging times, and if it were not for the God who is our Savior, it would be hopeless, and God is a God of hope and hopefulness. Wouldn't that be right, Amen. Christine? Wouldn't that be right, Carlos? Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Yes. So so, Amen. so, part of this must be on how we look at things. And if we look at things in a temporal, natural area or point of view, it's going to be dangerous. Back in the book of Esther, Esther deals with four different months in the biblical calendar, and I thought it was very interesting that that God gave us four months there, because we're talking now about this month of Adar, but there are four months mentioned in this book of Esther, and each one has important facts of points and counterpoints, goodness counterbalanced with the evil of the enemy, and how God circumvents that evil by his Holy Spirit power. You know, uh, as we look into the month of Nisan, which is the first month that's mentioned in the book of Esther, Esther 3, starting at 7, it says, in the first month, that is the month of Nisan, this is the book of Esther, in the month of Nisan, in the twelfth year of, the, of King Asaharius, they cast pur, or cast lots. And you know, a lot of times we go, pur, what, we're, we're celebrating purim, but this is where purim comes from. Pur has to do with lots, lots, or as dice being cast to determine the future, and we know that's not uh, necessarily a good thing to try to determine, determine your uh, future in that way, but Haman cast lots to determine the day in which he was going to exercise his uh, p- power given to him by uh, uh, King Asherius to to be able to kill the Jews, and he cast lots and cast lots, or cast pur and cast pur, mm-hmm. uh, and he, and the month fell on the month of Adar when that was the the 
the killing of the Jews was going to come to pass. That's in the book of Esther. And we go, uh, Adar, we're talking about Adar now. In those days, Adar, from Haman's point of view, from his point of view, this was going to be the time that the Jews were going to be annihilated. And Mm -hmm. as we look through Scripture, we realize that that kind of theme, that kind of danger was perpetrated upon not only in this, what was it, 850 B.C. back then, but it was also Mm -hmm. perpetrated upon God and the believers in the days of Jesus. We know in the month of Nisan, that is when Jesus uh, was the Passover lamb and his blood was shed on our behalf. So while Haman is empowered in the book of Nisan in Esther, he's empowered to kill the Jews. What happened in the uh, uh, in, in the Gospels, we find that Jesus uh, was being targeted to be killed as well. So Haman's strategy was alive and well then. It was alive and well in the, in the early New Testament when Jesus died and rose again. But it also is imperiling Christian and Judeo-Christian believers today. I want to read to you an article, and some of these things we don't we don't know about because the enemy, you know, it talks about uh, Persia and the Medes and the Persians, and then the 27 provinces. It talks about that. But I got to thinking about the, mm-hmm. the Medes, which is now I, the Persians. The Persians now is a place called Iran. Iran. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. Me, media, Medes or media and Persia uh, were one with one another. And I, I, as I look at what's going on in the evilness these days, I'm going Iran, which is Persia in modern-day terms, which is tied to Iran uh, you know, uh, Aryan, Aryan as in Nazism. Nazism mm. is pervading things. We're hearing about communism, communism, but as least as equal to or greater than threat to, than communism is Nazism as it was in World War II. These things are coming to pass mm. and they're happening right now. I'm going to read to you an article uh, in, uh, it's called mm. Christian United for Israel. Now, we're not getting the the information in the United States because as in Medes and Persia, the media in the United States is thwarted against God's kids. You, if you're looking at news, and it depends on what news outlet you look at, or if you're looking at podcasts, you know that there's enemy influence in the news to try to take our attention away from God and godliness, because if we understand God and godliness, we know that God has the answer. But if we pay attention to what the media is telling us, like in the days of Mede and Persia, uh, yeah. it can be danger, danger. Will Robinson. I'm going to read this uh, from Christian United for Israel. This is an article that was written in the United Kingdom, and the headline says, the UK government confirms Iran is mapping British Jews in preparation for attacks. And this this was written in February 24th, 2023. When was February 24th, 2023? Days ago. So this is going on in the United Kingdom, and we don't even know that it's also going on in the United States. Let me read a paragraph or so quickly of this article, and then we're going to transition into other things. And I'm going to give you, uh, Christine and uh, uh, Carlos, an opportunity to give quick insights here, but we're going to jump into it in greater detail in the next segment. Here's the article. It says, this is a deeply troubling story that we have long spoken about the dangers of the Iranian and the regimes that are tied to Iran, uh, which is Persia, uh, in regards to Israel and to the Western security. The Western security deals with, you know, the West like United Kingdom, but it also deals with the United States, including threats to the United Kingdom citizens. 
and we had hoped it would not stoop to the planning of carrying out these targeted attacks against the British civilians in this particular manner. And then the article continues, and it talks about not only the the uh, Jewish uh, constituents in Great Britain, but also the Jews, uh, the UK Jews, but also Israelis and the Iranians with anti-regime sentiment. In other words, even those who are in Iran, except for the leaders like Haman was, except for the leaders, there's a great number of people that are embracing the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But the bad guy wants you to think it's all Haman and the, um, the power to kill people. And God says, no, no, no. I have circumvented that evil power with the godly power. This month of Nisan uh, illustrates that. In the first month uh, of the calendar, it talked about in Esther chapter 3, it talks about Nisan. We know that this is the time frame where Haman was empowered to kill the Jews. <laughs> but look a little bit further because God's plans mm-hmm. were to have Jesus who shed his blood to circumvent that uh, empowerment to kill yeah. everybody who were believers. And uh, God gave freedom of uh, his resurrected life. So uh, we're running out of time. I've got to take a break. I'm going to have you guys uh, speculate here and to tell me your insights on this, Christine and um, Carlos, in the next segment. But my okay. listening friend, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. We are in differ- difficult times right now, and the only solution is knowing that the enemy has a plan, but God's plan supersedes the plans of the enemy. We're going to talk more about that when Christine Vallis and Carlos and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. And we're back, my friends. We're talking about the 12th month of the biblical calendar, which is the month of Adar. It's the last month in this frigid freezing time frame and about ready to spring forth into spring time. And uh, in this second hour, we're not only talking about the month of Adar, but we're talking about the book of Esther, which speaks uh, uh, many verses about the month of Adar. But I also discovered as I was doing the study that there are four months that are mentioned in the book of Esther and that we would excavate those. Uh, and the in the first part of this top of this hour, I talked a little bit about the first month that's spoken of in the book of Esther is talking about the month of Nisan. This is the time frame when the bad guy Haman was empowered by King Asaharius to uh, to do what he wanted to. And he identified that there was a group of people that were doing things that were adverse to the law of the king and they should be killed. And then uh, the king said, OK, well, you do it. Here's the ring. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, so he was empowered to to cast uh, a death sentence literally on the Jewish people. And uh, this death sentence uh, was uh, navigated at the beginning in the month of uh, Nisan. And my premise, and Christine, I know you, uh, you and Carlos may have some insights on this, but my premise is that the enemy has a strategy to take out God's kids, but God always has a strategy to empower God's kids. And uh, we'll talk about some of the other months in this segment and beyond. But what were your thoughts when I identified mm. uh, Haman and the empowerment against the Jews and uh, God's reconciliation of the Jews and the Gentiles by mm-hmm. his shed blood in that same month of Nisan. Yeah. Well, I have I have one uh, thought on that, and then I'll pass it to Carlos. And, and this is found in the, uh, Esther 3, verse 12. 
um, this jumped out at me maybe last year that when that decree was was actually uh, written in Nissan, it says here that it was written and and sent out on the 13th day of Nissan. <laughs> and you say, well, what day is that? It's the day before Passover. Yes. So I I remember thinking, wow. So they got this dec- decree on you know the eve of the biggest holiday, and and what a day to get that decree, right? But then, just as what you said, the enemy can make his plans, but God has already trumped his plan That's because right. the next day was Passover, and <laughs> and the Lamb of God was gonna was going to, you know, was was going to be sacrificed for all of us. And um, so that was my insight: is that right there, you know, there there's you know the devil makes his plans, but God has one up on him all the time. That's right. That. In fact, he uses yeah. God, the enemy's plans actually to springboard into God's plans. Yeah. Uh, and so, Carlos, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. No, just in a minute. I mean, this shows you how stupid the enemy is. <laughs> yeah, right. He keeps going back to the same. He keeps going back to the same vomit like a dog. It's a proverb. Um, you know when. Uh, in, in the Talmud, it says that Haman actually cast a lot a couple of times because once it fell on Nisan, no good, it's Passover. Second time it fell on Yar, no good, that's a small Passover, until he got to Adar. In Adar, he said, oh, like the fish will swallow the fish, I will swallow the Jews. What an idiot. Oh, my. And, you know, the whole thing about it is that when, when, when he had this plan all laid out, it says in Psalms, God will have them in derision. In other words, God's going to laugh at these plans because little do they know that, you know, here comes Esther, Esther not only thwarts him and not only thwarts her plans, Esther, Esther marries the king who threw out Vashti, mm-hmm. who had produced Darius. From, from uh, Hesarius and Esther comes Cambyses II and Mandani, who's a daughter. Guess who Mandani's uh, son was? Cyrus. Mm-hmm. So now you see a half-two <laughs> coming in all of a sudden with these things and coming through. And God always has a plan like Jesus through Mary. Same thing to Mary, such as a time like this, mm-hmm. I'm making you. You just have to be willing. That's right. And it- so, you know... Yeah, so that's my point. Well, that's very excellent. In fact, that really ties into the next month that's spoken of in the book of Esther. It's found in Esther chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. This is the 10th month uh, of Tevet. This is the month where, um, Mm -hmm. you know, Haman's plans were in full force, you know, coming together. But also, Esther is crowned queen. So here you got the second in command, Haman, and here you have the queen whom the king loves entering the picture as well. So it looks like the plan of Haman are in the process of being foiled. And my listening friend, mm-hmm. that is very much true as well. The book of Esther in Esther 2, verses 16 and 17 says, and so Esther was taken to the king Asaharius mm-hmm. into his royal house in the 10th month, the month of Tevet, in the seventh year of his reign. And the king loved Esther above all women, and she grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins. And he set his royal mm. crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. So here, here's what's happening. This evil plot has been uh, proposed and uh, being enacted against God's kids. And in today's vernacular, it would be the Judeo-Christian point of view and those who embrace it. But the crown of Esther shows that God is planning to... Uh, have a bride and empower this this person to defend against the wiles of the enemy. How remarkable! And that's what happened in the tenth month of uh, of uh, Tevet. It was a uh, an amazing time, 
but also you need to know that the enemy always tries to circumvent God's blessings. In this particular instance, it was the blessing of mm-hmm. Esther being crowned as the queen. But if you go back into the month of Tibet, and, and you teach this as well, there's a mm-hmm. counterbalance in Tibet. This was also the time, as we look into the this month, mm-hmm. the 10th month, this was also the time when the king of Babylon, um, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, put is Jerusalem into siege for the purpose of destruction of the first temple. Yeah. So a lot of the Jews actually take this as a time of mourning. Mm. And the Bible talks about, I'll turn your mourning into, into dancing. I will put off your sackcloth okay. and so forth. But the first temple was under siege in Jerusalem in Tibet. And But we go, Tibet is good from one standpoint because Esther was crowned queen. And the enemy goes, mm. oh, yeah, well, I'm going to lay siege on the first temple and destroy it. And we know that God has plans, and even that has uh, ulterior motives for godliness as well. So any uh, mm-hmm. thoughts on this? I'm going to dig into the other two months that are mentioned in mm-hmm. in um, the book of Esther. And it's going to amaze you, my friend. For, so, so far, we've discovered that every time that the enemy has a plan, God has a bigger plan that will supersede the plans of the enemy and even mm-hmm. use <laughs> the plans of the enemy to work against him. That's what's happening right now in these days, my friend. And I will speak a little bit more about that in the next segments. But my listening friend, if you dare to watch television or read the newspaper and things like that, you can't help but be concerned about some of the things that are going on in our own government. Things that are going Mm -hmm. on in our own nation. The things that our government is impacting in the negative to impact places like, oh, I don't know, Israel to positively impact places like Iran or Persia, modern-day Persia. I mean, they're doing things in favor of that, which could cause a nuclear holocaust, but they are disregarding the Jews and the Christians, Judeo-Christianity, and that's happening in a world near you, my friend. But we know Mm -hmm. that God is going to intervene, and his character is to use those things as a springboard to good. So... uh, Christine and Carlos, we're going to talk more about these things. My listening friend, wait till you hear about the next two months (laughs) that are mentioned in Mm -hmm. the uh, book of Esther. It will show you how God has plans even today, even right now, that were planned and uh, uh, forecast back in these months that Christine Vallis does such a remarkable job teaching you about. We'll find out more about how God has hidden his solutions where the enemy has thought that they have illustrated God's demise, it will be a springboard into God's success, but also the success of God's people. <laughs> We're in the great times right now if we know Amen. where to look. So Christine Vallis mm-hmm. and Carlos will talk more about this and so many more things and the months of God's year when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you. Welcome back, my friends. This is uh, the last half hour before you right now dealing with the month of Adar. I've had with me the first hour, Christine Vallis, the chalkboard teaching of Christine Vallis through his appointed time. She shared some insights of this remarkable, amazing month called Adar. It's the 12th month in the biblical calendar. 
and her husband, biblical prognosticator. That's a good word, I think, <laughs> Carlos. That's a, that's a good word. Uh, and, and has some great insights about this as well. So the first hour we spent uh, uh, doing an exegesis, if you will, on this month of Adar. And now mm. in the second uh, hour right now, we're dealing with the book of Esther, which uh, plays a big role in the things that are happening in this month of Adar. And um, Christine and Carlos, uh, it's time for me to, we, we talked about there's four months in the book of Esther. You, we guys talked about the uh, month of Nisan in an earlier segment and the month of Tevet uh, in the last segment. It's time to talk about the month of Adar, which is spoken of, uh, which is the month in which we find ourselves right now. And uh, I want you to be ready to be thinking about this on a, on a broader scale than just a singular month. I, I want you to be thinking about it, and my listening friends as well. I want you to be thinking about it on how the enemy comes in uh, like a flood, but the Lord raises a standard against him. In other words, the Lord has a plan that circumvents the plan of the enemy. And here we are in this month of Adar, the 12th month in the biblical calendar. It is a month of Frigid cold. It is a month where we we've we've tasted the 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 restraints of winter for long enough. It's time for something new to happen, and so this month of Adar illustrates that in the natural, but it also illustrates that in the spiritual. We are seeing things coming against the Judeo-Christian values, the Constitution of the United States of America, the uh, pres- the premises. Uh, the, uh, uh, in Israel about godliness and following God. We are seeing people and uh, nations coming against those things in a very significant way. And it, I'll tell you what, it's time I'm being br- brutally honest and vulnerable with you, but I'm also a little bit frustrated, my listening friend, because there are so many people who have the anointing of Esther and they are realizing mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it could be for such a time as this if they will be willing to uh, say, God's going to do this, and I'm going to do what I can, and if I live, I live, and if I die, I die, but I am going to do mm. what God tells me to do. And in all honesty, uh, Christine and Carlos, I'm a little frustrated as I look at the church. We tend to go back into mm-hmm. our shell, and we can go, uh, we we won't even deal with this. If I have something that is burning in me that God has given me, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to get in trouble. Any thoughts on that as I yeah. jump into this this mm-hmm. uh, month of Adar, in the, uh, as it's spoken of in the book of Esther? Mm-hmm. I, I actually do. And, Carlos, if you have something, you can follow up after me. Um, something that jumped out at me um, as you were saying that was um, reminded me about um, Peter um, when they were being persecuted, you know, oh. um, when when um, when they were telling Peter and John the books of Acts, Acts there, and they after they healed the lame man, right, and they said, "Stop speaking in this name, right? Stop, stop speaking in the name of Jesus. Don't teach them about it. Don't say about it." And what did they do? They didn't say, "Oh, okay," you know, <laughs> oh, don't, you know. they were like. We can't but speak of Jesus. So, so they know? they did like like Esther did say, if I if I die, I die. But I need to be obedient, right. and it's exactly what they yeah. said, isn't it? Wow, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah, and it's true. And so, so when persecution comes, mo- I mean, the tendency I think is to go, oh, look, the, everything's getting so bad. We'll just uh, hover down. There's no way we'll, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I won't say anything. But we have been given an example here with, with Esther, of course, and Mordecai, and even Peter and John in the book of Acts. And 
when the persecution came, they just asked God for more boldness. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know? yes, yes. So, so we don't back down. That's you right. Know? And so we want to. I pray that this this um, broadcast and everything, all the discussion that we're having, is really um, that iron sharpening iron to That's give so us good. bold. You know, to ask for boldness. Yes, we're not backing down. That's we're right, Carlos. Exactly. Amen? Well said, Carlos. Yeah, exactly. And we were talking about identity. And that's the problem with the church a lot nowadays, is identity. We have to have the boldness and speak, because if we don't, two things are going to happen. Number one, we're going to lose it through compromise, which has been happening a lot with a lot of churches now being apostate, or number oh two, by force. The devil finds out by force it doesn't work too well, as we saw in Acts. But you know what? He finds out through Constantinople and through other things, slowly, like the frog in boiling water, will compromise. We have to stand up for identity, and that's what Savan meant. That's, that means they're covering. If I read Christine's book correctly... They're covering. It's basically we have to get our inheritance and we have to secure our future. And the only way to do it is to get back our identity. That's right. And the book of Adar Mm -hmm. is a time frame where Haman's uh, death plan was being actually actually was to be executed and the Jews were actually to be killed. In uh, this is found in the book of Esther. We're excavating the book of Esther, chapter three, verses mm-hmm. verse eight. Let me read to you, my friend. And we're going to extrapolate a little in the time remaining in this segment. But in in uh, the book of Esther, chapter three, verse eight, it says, "And Haman, the bad guy, said to King Ashaharius, mm-hmm. he said, there is a certain people group who are scattered abroad and dispersed among the people in the provinces.'" Mm-hmm in the provinces of thy kingdom, and their laws are diverse from all people. Neither do they keep the king's laws. Therefore, it is not for the king's prophet to suffer them to live. Basically, that is the desire for them to be taken out because they're violating the laws of the kingdom. And I I extrapolate this uh, reference Mm -hmm. in uh, Esther chapter 3, verse verse 8, as being like today's government in many nations. It's saying these people, these Judeo-Christian people, they're embracing laws that are not our laws. They're, they don't mm-hmm. follow our lustful des- desires, our mis- yeah. misappropriation of the law. They are doing things that are godly. We can't have that because uh, it, is, it, does, mm-hmm. it violates the, the, our, our evil laws, and it the king cannot profit, so it, so we have to suffer them not to do it. In other words, that's what's happened to the Judeo-Christians, not only in America, not only in Israel, but other parts of the nations as well. You see this happening, and God says, uh-uh. In fact, I have a plan to, uh, to execute godliness instead of godlessness. And I'm going to take you to a place, you know, we talk about Adar being the last month in the biblical calendar. This reminds me of a time frame in... Uh, Using the the um, the the um, what do you want to say the Chronicles of Narnia and Aslan. Remember when the mm-hmm. when the analogy of the king was the lion of the tribe of Judah and he died uh, in the book of uh, the Chronicles of Narnia and uh, then he was he he's found life from his shed blood and the Bible says that the lion. Uh, roared and, the, and it was in the the depths of winter time, and here we are in the depths of winter time, and the lion is mm. beginning to roar, and that fro- frozen environment it was not only in the natural yeah. but it was in the spiritual, and here we are yeah. where the where the where the there's a frozen environment in the spiritual right now mm. in many people's lives as Christians, but they're mm. kind, of, kind of shrinking back, or in churches, and the pastors are kind of shrinking back. And I'll tell you something, ladies and mm. gentlemen, boys and girls, the lion Aslan is roaring, and the melting is happening. And we're going to talk a little Amen. bit about what that 
roaring and that melting looks like because even though we're in the thick of winter, springtime draweth nigh and the lion is roaring and the promise is becoming more and more visible and the enemy thought he was going to take us out. And even in today's society, we go, oh, maybe it looks like the enemy's winning. Well, it has to look like that and so, so that God can showcase his power not only through himself, but through his kids. We're going to talk more about these things because I tell you what, my listening friend, we are in the thick of times and it can be the best of times <laughs> or the worst of times. Uh, and it has everything to do with how we uh, apply what we have uh, come to know. And God has given us the months and the seasons and the days and the years to give us confidence. So Christine, Vallis, and Carlos and I are going to talk more about these things, but do not be dejected or down because it's the freezing cold time frame in the natural and spiritual right now in this nation and in other nations. God has a plan. Can anybody say roar like a lion? Because that's what he's about to do. We're going to talk to you about what that looks like in the last segment when Christine Vallis and Carlos and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Oh, my goodness gracious sakes alive. We've excavated and we are continuing to excavate this month called Adar the (laughs) <laughs> the 12th month in the biblical calendar, but we know that Adar has much promise within it, but it also has much danger within it. And uh, Christine Vallis uh, of the Chalkboard Teachings in His Appointed Times has spent the first hour with husband Carlos excavating the month of Adar, talking about many of the good things that are tied to this month, but it also has many dangers tied to it. Uh, the book of Esther illustrates that, and, and we are excavating the uh, book of Esther and tying the months that are mentioned in the book of Esther, not only to the month of Adar, but the other, there's three other months that are spoken of in the book of Esther, and we're bringing those to light. And um, Christine and Carlos, thank you so much for sharing some insights. Now, this last segment, we're going to put everything together because I haven't talked about the fourth month that's mentioned in the, in the book of Esther. And my listening friend, when you understand the, the truths tied to this, You'll, you'll understand what's been paid off here. Christine and Carlos and I talked about uh, the different months. We talked about the month of uh, Nisan, which is as first mentioned in, uh, in the book of Esther, uh, Esther 3.7. We talked about uh, Tevet, which is the 10th month. This is the month when uh, Esther was crowned in the previous month. It talked about uh, the enemy, uh, Haman, devising a, a strategy to kill the Jews, which would end in the in the month of Adar, and Christine brought in that, that, that this was supposed to happen, that the Jews were supposed to be killed in the month of Adar on the 13th of the month. Well, that is the launching point, she said very astutely, the launching point for the the Passover lamb, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ and his shed blood to circumvent any plans of the enemy to execute God's kids through Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection so we can have unadulterated eternal life. So quick thoughts on that, and then we're going to pay this off by the fourth month uh, that is mentioned in the book mm-hmm. of of Esther. Uh, it'll blow your mind. But any thoughts so far? We've got about 
a handful of minutes, so we want to pay this off. Christine Vallis? Wow. Yeah, well, it's just what I see is just um, like a boomerang effect. You know? <laughs> anything, you know, like anything the devil does, like God's like, no, like you're out. You know, just it's just everything he does just gets washed. Yeah, well, it's know? kind of like the, the, the naphtali. Naphtali, the uh, like on the rocky precipice, the the enemy is throwing this boomerang, and all the all all the the deer, uh, sure-footed deer, does is jump mm-hmm. to another rock, and the boomerang, yeah. and it comes back the other direction, and look who it's and going it's, towards. Yeah, that's such a good point of right. view. I love that, Christine. Yeah, Carlos. Yeah, yeah. So, can I say just the last minute before I sign off? But I just want to mm-hmm. be like Esther and bring my identity and come out and, from hiding here. I sat with five presidents. I sat with ambassadors. They were presenting the United States in front of Congress many times. And I could tell you something. The small horn has a big mouth. And uh, <laughs> the Bible says that, uh, that uh, a lion is like a devil's like a roaring lion. But that's all he can do, roar, because he's a gummer. He's got mm. nothing. Huh? The thing is that we have a lot of fear. So anytime you hear the devil roar, run to the roar. Because you know what? He's not going to do anything. So... I, the only last thing I want to leave you guys with is this, a medication. Just know that there are more for us in government Ooh. than there are against us. Ooh, but the I big like horn takes the media and has the biggest voice. Ooh, like but it. it's very small. There are many, many of us Judeo-Christians who are actually in government, and we actually support and bow our knee to Christ. That's right. And who has the thank government you. upon his shoulders? It's the Lord himself. Amen. That, that is so good, Amen. Carlos. Amen. And thank you for joining us. And that's so Christ. Uh, Christine and I will uh, close this thing down, but what a remarkable insight and insights you have given throughout throughout the entire show, Carlos uh, Vallas. Thank you very thank much, you, my sir. friend. So, yes, Christine, thank you. it's a pleasure. Christine, here we are yeah. with uh, this last mm-hmm. segment, and it's time to tie everything together. You know, uh, the whole boomerang analogy, my listening friend, let's say, let's say we can identify with Esther, okay? God has given us the... the, uh, uh, the authority of the bride of the king to be able to do these things. And, and Esther was faced with the thing that we are, many of us are facing right now. Uh, it might be easier for us to just live in the shadows in our comfort and not make a stand for what God has called us to be. And my friend, what God has called you to be isn't going to be exactly like Christine Vallis or Carlos or me. It's going to be different, but you are going to be God's kid uh, for this time upon whom much is given. And so you want to speak a little bit about that, and then we'll, we'll close this down, Christine, because we are in vital times right now, and your insi- insights about the—I <laughs> love it, the boomerang coming back at the enemy. I love that. But we need, we need yeah. to be Esther's and make a stand, don't we? Amen, amen. And uh, again, it goes back to the—for I, me, I, I just think it goes back to identity, you know, and, and, and it's like, wake up wake up to who we are, you know, and, 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 and God is for us. We have authority. The devil is a loser, you know, like, <laughs> yes, more credit, you know, and, and I always think about, you know, the wizard of Oz scene where the curtains pulled back oh. and there's that little there, who was Oz? He was nobody. He was like this little powerless guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, you know, in scripture, it talks about that we're going to say this was the guy, you know, and <laughs> so it's like, you know, in, in in everyday life when we when we when we kind of struggle with this, it's just like wait, remember who who I am, and remember who he is. He's a defeated foe, oh, I you love know, it. and so 
So that gives great confidence. And um, are we going to touch on Savan? Are you going to touch on that coming up? Right now, next? right this moment. Right. Okay, good. Because I'm going to okay, read okay, to you good. my lesson. Thank you, Christine, okay. for doing that. Great. The book of yeah, Esther, yeah, yeah. the book of Esther, chapter eight, verses seven through nine. I'm going to read that, and we're going to extrapolate and summarize at the close of my my reading. Okay. Now, be, because God always allows the enemy to showcase, so actually the enemy's being used as a springboard to bring more people to God and godliness. Esther eight seven through nine says, and then King Asherius said unto Esther the queen and to Mordecai the Jew, behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman. The house of the bad guy, I have given it to Esther, and him that ha- him has been hang- he has been hanged by the gallows because he laid his hand upon the Jews. And then it, it says, write ye also, Esther, write to the Jews uh, as it seems right to you, and use the king's uh, seal and the king's ring, which I've taken from Haman and given to you. Mm-hmm. And then in, in verse 9, the king's scribes called uh, at that time in the third month, uh, that is Savan on the three and twentieth day, and it was written mm-hmm. that according to Mor- Mordecai and commanded all the Jews and the lieutenants and deputies of the provinces, uh, where uh, one hundred and twenty provinces where the king Asarius was ruler, and uh, mm-hmm. and d- basically uh, uh, Haman had planned to use the king's might against the Jews, but t- what happened was. God used the king's might against those who were speaking against the Jews. And my listening friend, it is something for us to be aware of that God is about ready to do that right now. He's going to use you and I. Christine and I have been given mantles to do certain things. You, my listening friend, have been given a mantle to do something as well. And the Bible, we need to have the attitude of, of, of Esther. If I die, I die. But I've been appointed for mm-hmm. such a time as this, and I believe God, likely he's been faithful to do all along in Scripture. He's going to intercede when the enemy thinks it's going to be victory for him. It's going to be victory for God's kids. Any thoughts about that? Amen. Yeah, you know, um, when you were talking about Savan, the 23rd day was the day that um, uh, they're uh, spoken about. Um, to, to write that new decree, you know, mm-hmm. and if you look at if you look at the month of Savan, the month of Savan, Savan is known as a month of provision, and that was the month where the Torah was given, <laughs> and that was the month when the Holy Spirit was given in Acts chapter two. Yes, right, yeah, yeah. So, so when you think about it, wow. Okay, so now Esther and Mordecai they had to write this t- decree. You know, how are they going to do that? You know. And it's like God is like rushing in with provision, yes. you know, with his provision, his spirit, his empowerment, and, and his provision to, to defeat the enemy, yes. you know. And so it's just awesome to see just, um, you know, the days are not random. The months yeah. are not random. And, and we, <laughs> the, the more you dig into this stuff, you just see God's, you know, just just so much creativity and so yes. much uh, purpose. Yes. So and much purpose. Exactly. God intervening. And this month of Savan is the last month I wanted to bring to your attention in the book of Esther. But this month of Savan, the enemy uh, mm-hmm. thinks he's going to be victorious. But this month of Savan actually turns out to be the month where God's kids show forth mightily. And it is the time yeah. of uh, the um, uh, Shavuot, but it's also the time of mm-hmm. Pentecost. And so, in, in a very real sense, the law at Shavuot was declared at the same time that the fulfillment of the law was fulfilled by Jesus through handing the baton 
to his kids in the book of Acts chapter 2, and we know the story there. But here we are again in that time frame. The enemy thinks he's winning right now, but he doesn't know that Jesus' sacrifice not only empowered him as king, but it empowered his kids as the bride of Christ, as Esther was the bride of the king as well. But the, the end of the story is magnificent because God wins because he allows his kids to win through him. So the question, I guess, is, and we've got about a minute and a half to pay this off, Christine, mm-hmm. but the question is for you, my yeah. listening friend, are you going to take this scepter that's been mm. that's been uh, pointed in your direction? Are you going to touch the scepter and say, I'm going to take what you have given me, King, the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm going to use it with all my might and with all my skill set and all your anointing through me, and let's just see what you can do through your kids so any quick thoughts on that? And then we'll close the show. Christine Ballas. Yeah. My, my. Yeah. I mean, this is, um, it's really encouraging when you think about it, when you, you know, when you read this book and, and, um, and you just see just all the turnarounds, divine yes. turnarounds. Yes. And, and, um, so it's like, what are we waiting for? Come you know? on. I mean, like as believers, like what, what's there to lose really i mean god is for us he's given us everything we need we have everything in our spirit we have authority we have love we have we have everything that really matters in life we have him we have his identity so so we can't lose you know and and again it's like seek first um the kingdom of god and his righteousness and everything else will be added onto onto us you know and i i think about how we are called his ambassadors yes 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 right and and we 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 are we're connected with with his kingdom, not this one of the world. Right. We're and in it. We're not of it. You that, know? That's right. So and this, let me let yeah. me put make this a closing thought, my Go friend. Ahead. The enemy Please. thinks he's winning, but look around what's going on in the, in the world right now. Uh, there, there's look in the United States in a place called I think it's uh, Asbury. Uh, it's, I think it's Kentucky, yeah. where where God is showing Himself mightily in an environment, mm-hmm. and Holy Spirit is breaking out, and there is a renewal and a revival going on in America right now. But the enemy doesn't want you to know about that. Also, right. the mo- there's a movie coming in that came out called Jesus Revolution, and that's showing showcasing mm-hmm. what God is doing. My friend, we are in a transition time. The enemy still thinks he wins, but Look out, because God's kids are rising, and the Esters, and that's you, my listening friend, and we, Christine and Kaz, and Carlos and others, we're making a stand for godliness, and God will win by our sheer obedience to him. My listening friend, and Christine, thank you so much for joining me. My listening friend, it's time for us to go away. Christine and I, Christine will be back for other months as well to share insights there. But right now, you need to know that God's kids win because Jesus won on our behalf. My listening friend, it's time for us to go. Christine, thank you, my dear sweet friend. My listening friend, we will be back next week. God bless you all. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker. And then let's all come together, San Diego, next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K Praise. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.